You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. I hope everybody's March is off to a great start. We have a lot of things to look forward to, like daylight savings and longer days. Spring is coming. Hopefully that means some more sunshine will be joining us. And March is hopefully when things start to turn around, right? So this month, we're talking all about empowering women. And today we're going to be talking with a very empowered and motivated mama who just launched her business this year and is already kicking butt. And yes, by this year, I mean in 2022, she just launched her business. We get into the benefits of working from home as a mom, starting a business online, overcoming self-doubt and imposter syndrome, the power of networking, and so much more. So let's get into my highs and lows really quick, and then we're going to get to the episode. I also wanted to give you guys a quick bump date. I am 20 weeks, almost 21 weeks, halfway through my pregnancy It's gone by super fast and super slow at the same time, and I'm curious how the next 20 weeks will go. I'm really starting to feel like myself again. I'm getting my energy back. I am getting into nesting. I'm feeling like a lot more motivated, and I have a really cute bump that finally popped out. I can feel the baby moving, so it all feels really real now, as if it hadn't felt real the whole time it has, but it's just, you know, getting more real. And that kind of brings me into my high. We found out the sex of the baby and we had our gender reveal party on last weekend on Saturday. And it was so much fun. Seriously, it was, it was amazing. We had my sister and brother-in-law dress up in these giant inflatable baby costumes, which I will share the video. It was hilarious. One was a boy, one was a girl, and they had a dance battle. And the winner of the dance battle is how we found out the gender of the baby. So it was so much fun. And I'll tell you right now, it's a boy, which I was convinced it was a girl. All of my old wives' tales pointed to girl, like all of them. My cravings pointed to girl, like my mother's intuition said it was a girl. But alas, it's a boy. And I was in complete shock, like completely shocked. But I'm super, super excited. I only have sisters, like we've only been around girls. So I don't even know what to do with a boy, but we're going to have to figure it out. Um... But yeah, I can't believe it. So we've got a baby boy on the way and we had so much fun celebrating and finding out and just sharing it with the people that we loved. So that was definitely my high for the week. Okay, my low for the week. And if you have small children at home, you might be able to relate. The Encanto, right? The Encanto songs, first of all, are so good. I feel like Encanto is one of the best Disney movies I've seen in a long time. And the soundtrack is amazing. Like I listen to it probably more than what my daughter wants to. But the low part of this is the songs are keeping me up at night. 
Like, (laughs) I am having a hard time sleeping, right? Like, just being uncomfortable with pregnancy, having to pee all the time. So I'm, like, tossing and turning, and then I'll try to fall back asleep, and I'll be singing about Bruno or waiting on a miracle (laughs) or, like... All of the songs are just stuck in my head at all times, and I will be laying there in the wee hours of the morning trying to fall back asleep, and I can't get the songs out of my head. And I'll just be sitting there singing these Encanto songs in my head over and over and over again, and it's driving me mad, but I can't stop listening to them. So I don't know what to do about that. I I still love the soundtrack, but it is definitely uh, costing me some sleep. So anybody else? Can anybody relate to that? Just me? Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. But yeah, that's where I'm at with that. But okay, let's get into this episode. So our guest for today is my new friend that I met on Clubhouse, and I'm so excited to be connected with her. She is so motivated and such a wealth of knowledge. While on maternity leave, she decided to work from home to save money on childcare, contribute to her family's income, and mostly to be able to spend time with her son. And she stumbled upon a TikTok promoting life as a freelance VA, so she dove into the world of virtual assistants and started her own business. She officially launched her business January 3rd of this year, January 3rd. And she already has multiple clients. She offers services such as data entry, email newsletters, webinars, slideshow creation, social media posting, but she specializes in Pinterest management and has so much to share. So let's take a really quick break here and then we're going to welcome to the show, Brittany Radke. Before we get into this episode, I have to tell you guys about something so exciting. You have probably heard me tease about it on Instagram or on other episodes, but I have to share the news here with all of you right now. I have created something that has taken every single experience and tool that I've found along the way in my 12 years of entrepreneurship and three and a half years of being a mom and put it into a signature program that I'm offering now to all of you. This is called the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind. It is time for you to build the business of your dreams around the life you love, just as I have done. Members of the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will develop an exceptional understanding of who you are as both an entrepreneur and a mother. You will be provided with the confidence and support to live your life and grow your business the way you want to and a custom action plan on how to find that balance that we've all been craving. You don't have to do this alone, mamas. You don't have to choose between being a good mom and having the business of your dreams. With the Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind, you will go from struggling through day to day, not having enough time, feeling overwhelmed and completely out of control in your business to feeling confident and balanced in your business and your life in just three months. The Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will walk you through the process, teach you to create a unique balance that works for you, provide you with support and personal accountability, and give you the tools you need to ditch the side hustle and grow that business that you have always wanted. 
This is for you if you're struggling to find balance between your life and your business and you keep hearing that balance just doesn't exist. This is for you if you're dreaming of growing your business and ditching the side hustle, but you're afraid people won't take you seriously if they know you're a mom. This is for you if you're feeling lost as a mom and a business owner, you're tired of hiding who you are and you need some direction and clarity, or if you're feeling isolated and alone, if you're not connecting with your audience, you're not making sales and you just can't figure out why. This is for you if you're battling major overwhelm that leads to struggling to show up consistently and intentionally in your business or as a mother, or if you're struggling to be fully present and losing yourself while caring for everyone else. This is for you if you are dealing with that imposter syndrome where you're seeing other moms crush it and you wish that was your life. And this is for you if you've been searching for a community of women who understand what you're going through and will surround you with the support and cheerleading that you need to be successful. The Boss Ladies and Babies Mastermind will guide you through my signature program that breaks down your life, your business, and identity and helps you rebuild your foundations and strategies to work for you, tailored to your lifestyle. Enrollment is open through March 14th. So sign up for this amazing mastermind. If it sounds perfect for you, if you have more questions, shoot me an email at megan at bossladiesandbabies.com. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet Miranda Meow Maid. Miranda Meow Maid is owned by Miranda Koofs, a former elementary and special education teacher who currently shoulders several titles, mom, military spouse, and small business owner. Miranda is a designer, maker, and paint party teacher. She only sells items that she has designed from scratch, working with vinyl, wood, acrylic, and more. She loves helping customers bring their ideas to fruition and is always open for commissions. She's passionate about facilitating paint parties as it combines her love of art and teaching. She teaches private paint parties for five to 10 people and can bring the whole experience to you. Did I mention she likes cats? Mention Boss Ladies and Babies when booking a private paint party and Miranda will waive the $20 booking and travel fee. That's Miranda Meow Made. Hello, Brittany, and welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me on. Yes, I've been waiting for this episode. I cannot wait to pick your brain and hear all about you. So let's jump right in and have you introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what makes you a boss lady. (laughs) All right. Well, yes, my name is Brittany Radke, and I am the owner of Radke Virtual Services. I'm a virtual assistant, and I help people with all kinds of things with general admin tasks, but my main focus is Pinterest. So I help entrepreneurs who want to start a Pinterest business account by setting up and optimizing their account, as well as ongoing account management. So yeah, I started my business. I officially launched earlier this year, January 3rd, but I've been, you know, using Upwork and just kind of doing the virtual assistant thing for, um, I don't know, probably six, seven months now. So it's been really fun. And I just kind of took, I kind of took this leap when I had my son over the summer, his name's Franklin. So he is seven months old now. And I just remember, you know, I had every intention of going back to work when I, uh, you know, went on my maternity leave, but, um, I've always wanted to be a mom. So I just kind of decided to start looking into, you know, 
work from home jobs. And I remember discovering kind of the world of virtual assistants and how I could kind of do it as a freelancer and really control my schedule a little bit more, which as a mom is just everything. So, (laughs) so yeah, I, you know, I registered my business, got my EIN for taxes and, you know, kind of the rest is history. So yeah, I started getting a website in progress and getting my social medias going. And now I have business, I have multiple clients and, you know, I get to stay home with my son. So it's just been really a crazy last few months, but, but has been totally wonderful. Yeah. I I just like the fact that you just started your business a couple months ago, it just blows my mind. Like I always forget that when I hear you talk because the, just the presence that you've grown for yourself already and how professional and obviously knowledgeable and great you are at what you do. It just seems like you've been doing this for so long. And I think it's so inspirational for people listening right now to think about, you know, what you just said, you had this idea while you were on maternity leave, you didn't want to choose between going back to work or staying home. You knew you had a skill that could help other people and you just went for it. You just dove in and did it. And look at this a couple months in and you've already started growing a successful business and you're just getting started. I know it's crazy. You know, I, one of my goals was to kind of just this first quarter, you know, just really establish my business, you know, find my first few clients and then, you know, grow from there. But I'm already like reaching milestones and goals that, you know, I put out for later in the year. So, you know, I officially launched, you know, my first email newsletter and stuff like that. So that has been exciting. And I'm kind of working on my course that I want to launch down the road. So just, yeah, it's kind of crazy how things can really just like, it's a domino effect and things just really get rolling. Yeah. When you go for it. And I really think that, you know, for many of us running an online business from home with small children is a dream, right? I mean, it's one of those things where we get put in this place where we don't want to give up either thing. And our dream life is to really have it all right. And that can be really overwhelming for people. And, you know, this dream of having a business at home and children can kind of seem out of reach for people, I think as well. And so a lot of people don't really jump in and they don't really go for it. And they never realize that potential that they have if they don't even try. I mean, you did this so quickly. I mean, you might've been thinking about it for a while, but you did this so quickly and got success so quickly already. And it's just, that's, that's so great to hear because I feel like if you're listening right now and you've been thinking about doing something like this, like it really can happen for you. It's just a matter of, you know, putting yourself out there. I wanted to ask you kind of what resources you use to get started and what were kind of those first steps you did to make the dream happen. Like you talked about registering your business and getting your EIN, what other things kind of got the ball rolling? Yeah. So really kind of the main thing was I, you know, I promised my husband, I wasn't going to put like a lot of our money into starting this business because we had just had a baby, you know, there's bills to pay and stuff like that. So, um, I actually sold, we had a car that was sitting at my parents' house. They live on a, you know, a farm. So there was a car that we hadn't been using. It was perfectly fine. As long as somebody who knew how to fix it could fix it. So, you know, we sold that car for a thousand dollars and that was really what I used to invest in my business. So that was, you know, the money that I spent to get my website going. And I also did a course. So it's called the prep by Aubrey Malik. 
she's fantastic. So I did her, uh, her, her course. And that was, that was how I knew, you know, how to set up my EIN and how to register my business and stuff like that. So I did, I did her course. And then I also found, you know, the virtual savvy and I am a member of their savvy vault. It's like amazing. It's basically like Netflix for virtual assistants. It's wonderful. There's like courses that I can take. So that's kind of how I discovered Pinterest management as like a niche. I was like, wait, I can get paid to get to like be on Pinterest. That's insane. So (laughs) I'm on Pinterest all the time. So I dove into those courses and did that stuff and read blog posts, all the things went on YouTube. Um, you know, you really don't have to start this, this business at, with like a whole lot of money. That's one of the wonderful things. Like I said, you know, I sold something so I could invest money in it, but you really can just get your resources from free blog posts, you know, following people like me who honestly share quite a bit of stuff on their Instagrams and in their Pinterest pins, uh, YouTube videos, stuff like that. You can can really actually do this for little to no money. It's really insane. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, those starting steps is another big fear for a lot of people because they feel like they have to invest a lot of money or, you know, it's going to be too much work to even get started. And what if it doesn't succeed? And then they're, you know, they're already in it, but yeah, just like you said, there's so many resources out there right now that if you have that passion driving you for what you want to do, and you're able to commit some time into really diving into those resources, like you can figure it out and, you know, see what happens, see how things are going. And then once you start actually getting clients, then you can invest and invest, and invest in yourself and your business. And I mean, it, it can happen. It can happen so quickly and you can be super successful and have this dream of working from home with children. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And I, another thing that I kind of had to get over was like this idea that my business had to be like perfect before mm-hmm. I launched. Oh, yeah. And I just remember, I don't know, I think I just saw it on Instagram. I can't remember who posted it, but it was something like, just start, mm-hmm. just go, don't wait for it to be perfect. And that really just helped me kind of figure out like, okay, like, I think I was in, I think that was in December when I saw that. And I was like, okay, that's it. You know, after the holidays, I'm officially launching and you know, I'm just going to be all in and it's just, it's going to have to work. And, you know, I really just need to replace, you know, what I would have been losing from, you know, my full-time income minus what we would be paying for daycare. Cause obviously I'm not paying for daycare anymore. Right. So I just really had to make up that amount. And that's, you know, a couple of that's maybe 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not that crazy. So I, right now, you know, I have four or five clients and, they are taking up a lot of my time and it's perfect and I'm able to pay the bills and it's just been fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Just start. That's it's so awesome. And when you get started too, like you might have an idea of what it is you want to do and it, it could evolve as you get going. Just like you said, you know, you started with virtual assistant stuff and then you realized that Pinterest was really where it was at for you and that, you know, you, you took a pivot already and that's going to happen as you're growing your business, you're going to really fall into that perfect niche for yourself and really fall into where you fit in, in the world of people offering services. And if you wait until you figure that out and spend all this time, waste all this time so that it's perfect and you jump in and then you end up pivoting anyway, it's really just, you know, missed opportunities all around. I think that's 
so I, I love that, that whole do it scared, just start, like doesn't have to be perfect. That's totally my mindset too, because that's where we're really going to see that growth when we're really putting ourselves out there. Yeah. And Absolutely. you know, I was in a special situation where I was already on maternity leave. So it just was like a natural progression of like not going back to work. And it was, it was scary, but you don't have to do that. You can have your full-time job and then just, you know, take on one client, see how that goes. And then from there, you know, maybe that person knows somebody and can refer you and then you get your second client. And then it just kind of, like I said before, a domino effect. And then you are able to replace that income and you feel confident enough to quit your job down the road. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, where you're completely (laughs) changing everything up front. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar situation with, you know, boss ladies and babies. This all started as a passion project that I was just doing on the side, right? Like just for fun. It was not bringing me any income. I was just putting myself out there and helping women because I wanted to, and I enjoyed it. And when the pandemic happened, my other career of real estate really came to a screeching halt. You know, our real estate was shut down in our state for a little while. I could no longer easily just bring my daughter with me to meet up with people. And, you know, I just, I wasn't leaving the house as much. And so, you know, that was for me an opportunity to really run with my business and pivot and, you know, make it my main focus and make it my main career. And I had built this community over the years leading up to that. And so it was kind of like a slow build to it, but then a giant thing happened that gave me the confidence to dive all in. And you might find that happening for yourself too. You know, just if you have something you're thinking about and you're hoping to do, like just start trickling it in. Just like Brittany said, I think that's really, really great advice for sure. Now, working from home with our children is obviously a dream like we were talking about, but it can also be pretty tricky. So let's kind of talk about some of the biggest benefits you found from working from home as a mom. And then some of the hardest parts of growing your business with a new baby and how you kind of manage your schedule and find time to make it all work. Yeah. So like I mentioned, my son, uh, Franklin, he is, he is about seven months. Well, he's over seven months old, almost eight months. So crazy, but (laughs) yeah, he is just wonderful. And I would say the benefits for me has definitely been the flexibility to my schedule. You know, um, my grandma, she fell a couple of weeks ago and I was able to, you know, go see her when she was recovering and stuff like that, just to be able to know that I have some flexibility in my schedule and I can still get my work done, um, is just huge, you know, down the road when my son is, you know, in school and he has, you know, a recital or he joins basketball, whatever. I, I want to be able to have that flexibility down the road to be able to go see those things. Cause you know, my mom was able to come and see me with my events. So, and that was always really important to me. So I really want to be able to offer that for, for my son and have that flexibility. And it also just really helps me have, you know, a sense of control of my schedule and it makes me want to like be all in for my clients. So there's just that kind of mental aspect too, of, I like it professionally for me because if I am having like a day where I am stressed and I just don't feel productive, I know that I can just like take a minute, go for a walk, clear my head, and then I can come back and really focus. Mm -hmm. So there's kind of the pros and cons for the work side and, you know, the mom side. 
And then it, yeah, like you said, it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are days that you're just like, I don't feel like I got anything done. And um, especially when there's sleep regressions going on, my son is teething. He is now army crawling everywhere. It, oh it is hard. Every, every, I feel like every day, every week is an adjustment and I have to come up with something new to like keep him entertained and all that stuff. But, you know, I, I really try to be productive when he's napping. Um, he took a four hour nap today. I am Ooh. a lucky girl. I got to get a lot of stuff done today. It doesn't always happen. Sometimes he'll only sleep for, you know, two hours. And then I have to try again, you know, later in the afternoon. So I really just try to focus when he's asleep. And a lot of times that's, you know, waking up early, going to bed late, you know, whatever I have to do to get my business stuff done. And, you know, my clients, you know, obviously help my clients out is important, but I also try to be very focused on him when he's awake. Mm -hmm. So, cause he's, he's very important. And I want, I want him to see me as a working mom, but I also want him to see me put my laptop away and go play with him. So mm -hmm. it it's hard, but I'm lucky enough that you know, my husband and I, we moved back to our hometown. So we have both sets of our parents and we have our, like, basically everybody who can help us is just like right here. It's fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. So, oh um, you know, my mom took my son out for a walk right now while we're, you know, doing this and it's, it's great. So having a village is definitely very helpful. Even if you just have one person who can, you know, take your kids for a walk for an hour so you can have that discovery call with a client, um, you know, or do a podcast. Mm -hmm. It's, it's important to have somebody so mm -hmm. you can have a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. And if, if you feel like you don't have somebody like find like finding somebody, putting yourself out there to find that somebody that can help you because it, the things that come along with being a mompreneur and trying to find that balance, I mean, it's impossible, I would say, to really be able to do it by yourself. Like maybe you don't have somebody physically that can come and help you, but just having some kind of support it emotionally, at least until you can find some physical help, I feel like is really key because we try to you know, as we're growing our business, we're raising our children, we're trying to do so much and we're only one person. And we have a tendency as women to be hard on ourselves a lot of times, I think. And I think, you know, what you said about how you make sure that your son's seeing you as a working mom, but also sees that work isn't everything and you'll take the time to play with him is really the key to making it all work for you with, with, with or without a village, right? I mean, that is what we have to do to make this work because otherwise we end the day feeling like I got nothing done. I wasn't fully present and I sucked at everything because we're trying to take on too much. So whether you have a village, whether you're looking for your village, I think that that thing you said right there is so key about being able to shift from like business mode to mom mode when you're home, which is way easier said than done, but it's definitely the key to all of it, in my opinion. Totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, and I think it's really important for your children to see you working. And I think, you know, having that flexibility to shift your schedule around your children's schedule is great. And then when we're looking at the cons of that, that can also be really challenging because our children are growing and their schedules are changing, which means that we have to change our schedules as well. And as soon as we get comfortable with something, 
surprise, <laughs> like got a new regression or I've got a new routine. I'm switching things up on you. And so we have to be, you know, we get into entrepreneurship for this freedom, right? This freedom of time, but we also have to be flexible with how we look at that freedom of time, because at the end of the day, our children really kind of are running things and we just have to make things run around our children. Oh yeah. Yeah. When, you know, my son is out playing and all that stuff right in front of me and he just wants to get chatty and I have a zoom call going on. Sometimes I just have to remember, you know what, like I am working. I hope my clients understand, you know, the whole point of this is that I am a working mom. I make it pretty clear with my clients. Like, yes, I will make sure that you're a priority, but he is also the priority. So making sure that I'm working with clients that really understand that this is important to me and like you are them as clients, they are helping me be able to live my dreams. So that just makes me want to help them even more. So yeah. And I I, love making that apparent upfront, right? I feel like that's one of the things that we've been forced to get more comfortable with. Luckily with this pandemic, like everybody's kids were home with them. And so people are getting more comfortable with that. But I think, you know, pretending that like, I'm just working from home and I'm not a mom is going to really set you up for failure. I think it's really important that you embrace that part of yourself and let your clients know. And, you know, same as what you're doing with your children, you're setting boundaries with them and you're letting them know that they're important. You also have to do that with your clients. And I think, you know, that is such a great point that you brought up as well, because again, you're one person and there's only so much you can do. And so the more transparent you are with everyone around you, the easier it is for you to do those things that you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. And I, I usually like describe it to people if they're like confused and like, how do you do this? And like, you have your kid at home. I always just kind of say women have actually working from home with their kids for like ever Mm -hmm. since the dawn of time, we've just moved from like gathering grapes and plants in a cave you know, my mom was a stay at home farm wife. So she was milking cows and I was in a stroller or a playpen in the, in the dairy barn. And now I do it with a computer. You know, we've been doing this forever. Women are fantastic. We are just wonderful and we can figure it out. (laughs) Yep. We can do it. We can do it all. (laughs) We just have to, you know, lean into that support and set realistic expectations for ourselves and for the people around us. I think but yeah, I love that comparison. That's, that's so true. That's so true. It's not like we're reinventing the wheel here. We're just doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we talk about, you know, starting a business, like we're obviously talking about what a giant leap of faith it is, right? Like you're jumping into something, you're hoping it's going to work. You're putting all your eggs into this basket and seeing what happens. Right. And there's a lot of uncertainties, which make it really exciting, but also makes it pretty terrifying. And especially as a mom, because we have this like societal narrative ingrained in us that people might not take us as seriously because we're moms, or maybe like we aren't good enough at what we're doing and all sorts of other self-doubting and sabotaging thoughts that come along with any big change, but especially like putting yourself out there in a way where you're going to be growing a business. So I felt those feelings a lot throughout my career. And I sometimes still do feel these feelings. I'm curious if you felt those feelings at all of like that self-doubt and that imposter syndrome. And if you did, how did you kind of overcome them or are you still overcoming them? 
Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Especially when you're like just starting out and you're doing something completely different. You know, before this, the job that I had, I I've basically been in food service since college. So I've been managing kitchens, which means I'm not exactly cutting, cutting the celery sticks, so to speak. I'm, you know, doing SOPs and invoices and admin work, you know, and also doing a lot of customer service. And I, I just remember being like, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to take me seriously. And I'm just like, no, I have value. Like I have been working for a long time and I, I can help people. It's just going to be a little bit different. So I, that is not to say that like there are days I'm not terrified to get behind the camera and make that real or the idea pin. But, um, you know, I, I really just try and focus on the fact that I, I can really help people. And I, I really love putting the word out there about this new, li- like this lifestyle of being able to work from home and be a virtual assistant. So I really just try to focus on how it excites me and all those fun things like that. But yeah, it's, it is terrifying. And I always kind of tried to remind myself to like, it just takes a few people to say yes. And you've got clients. There are lots of people in this world. You just need a few people to say yes. And you can, you can find them. You just got to go find your network, the the people that want to work with you. So for me, you know, I found you in clubhouse Mm -hmm. and that has really helped me to kind of open up and just make myself uncomfortable. Honestly, I think it's important to make ourselves uncomfortable and try new things. So, um, doing something like that, where I'm taking myself off the mic and I'm putting my two cents in and, you know, I really love clubhouse. Cause then I don't have to get ready. I am I just right there. I am making lunch. And then somebody says, Hey, Brittany, what do you think? And then I take myself off the mic and I put my two cents in. So it's, you know, I would say the biggest thing is just pushing through that discomfort and just people don't really care. If you, if you make yourself look a fool on TikTok or Instagram, like you probably actually get quite a few shares, just being authentic and showing that, you know, there are just moments where sometimes you mess up and don't be afraid to do that. You know, it's, I really, I really connect with people who are authentic. Mm -hmm. So I try to do that as well. You know, if, and I think that's why, you know, every once in a while I'll post a video with my son on Instagram because he's a big part of why I'm doing this. So he's, he's a part of it. And I go back and forth with stuff like that, but I, I really want to be authentically me. And part of my business is just the fact that I'm also a mom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the things that have kind of made me push through and it, it is scary every day. It's scary to, you know, I can't even tell you how many times I'll mess up on an idea pin before I post it, yeah. but, um, I just really try to push myself through it and just be like, you know what you want to be home. So you got to market yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so do it. <laughs> yeah. You got, you have that reason you have that driving force behind it. And, you know, I think that, that one of the things that we really need to work together as women to break through is that stigma of, you know, I can't share that I'm a mom or I have to hide that part of myself because people won't take me as seriously. And I hear so many women say that, or, you know, kind of allude to that, or it shows up in how they're marketing themselves and how they're building their brand. And they're, it's like, they're, 
not necessarily ashamed of the fact that they're a mom, but they're hiding this giant piece of themselves so that they can try to fit in with how they think that they're supposed to be perceived. And so much of that self-doubt comes from this huge, beautiful piece of who we are as mothers. And it makes me so sad to see that holding women back. Like I, it, it breaks my heart because, you know, I felt that a little bit when I was pregnant with my daughter and I knew that I did not want to fall into that. Like I, just like you said, being a mom is a huge part of who I am. It's a huge part of my business. It's why I do what I do. And I can't hide that. I, I just can't hide that part of myself. And, you know, along with just being a mom and that whole piece of it, there's also, you know, you get started in something and you think, well, who am I to be sharing this? And why do people care what I have to say? And I don't have a marketing degree to back me up, or I don't have, you know, this or that, or this or that, but we have to remember that just as Brittany was saying, people just want to see that you're a person that has value that can help them. And they want to feel like they can relate to you. And for me as a consumer, I'm more likely to connect and buy from somebody who has been where I, where I am right now recently than somebody who went to school, learned all these fancy tricks and has never walked in my shoes. And I think we have to remember that, like, it doesn't matter how long we've been in business. It doesn't matter what kind of accolades we have, where we've been featured. It matters that we've been in this position and we know how to fix it. And we're going to come show people how to do that from our own experience and relate to them. And I think for me, that's been a huge, a huge tool to help me deal through those self-doubt feelings, but they still come up, but just trying to remember you know, those things has been super helpful for me. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And, you know, there, there were people that when I were, when I was getting started that I heard, you know, oh, you shouldn't say anything about the fact that your mom, you shouldn't have your son in your blog or on your business website and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's, he is literally why I took this leap of faith. So it's, he's going to be involved in my business in some way, shape or form. So again, the people, those coaches, those clients, those people just aren't going to connect with me and that's fine. They can go do them. And I'm going to find people that, you know, want to work with me and understand that I'm a mom and an entrepreneur. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're dang good at it, girl. (laughs) Speaking of that, I think, you know, so much of the growth that we have and, and that we need to succeed in business also comes from who we're surrounding ourselves with. Right. And I think, you know, remembering like, I'm not going to be for everybody. And especially if I'm showing up and being authentic, like some people aren't going to agree with who I am or how I'm presenting myself or what I have to offer. And that's okay. But there's a huge group of people out there who are going to agree and appreciate and find value from what you have to offer. And so that's why I always talk about the power of community and how important it is. You know, we touched a little bit on your village earlier and, you know, just support and community in general. So what's been the best way that you've found your own community and grown your network and your reputation as a leader in your industry, even as a new business owner? Yeah. So my, I really have kind of three main areas where I've really connected with people. So I joined a local networking group here in my hometown and they were instrumental with me being able to start my business. I got, you know, there's a banker in the group. I got my business, my, you know, 
business account through him. I got life insurance through the insurance guy, like all of these different things. That's where I found the guy to do my website. So I was able to like find a group of entrepreneurs here in my town that really helped me. And now, honestly, half of my clients are here. They're local people who just have projects to, you know, get rid of. And I take those projects on for them. So they have been wonderful. So if you are in, if you have anybody, any sort of groups in your community, try and, you know, find a network with people like that who are also in your community that are doing something, maybe not exactly what you're doing, but they're entrepreneurs, they're small business owners, something like that. And then your group, who I, I, I absolutely love the, the community we have. Yes, your headquarters, all of the women in there are just wonderful. I love our, you know, chats that we have every month and that we get to just honestly vent sometimes about <laughs> what's going on. And it's nice to have that community. And then we also like, now I know a graphic designer. I know somebody who does all these different, like I know different things and I actually have a new client too out of our group. So it's really nice to be able to have people that we are like-minded and just understand what you're going through. And then obviously I found you through Clubhouse and I found another group of like great virtual assistants through through Clubhouse. So whether it's Clubhouse, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you are finding people that you can connect with, I think that's really important. So there's kind of those virtual social media vibes. And then also, I do think it's important to know people around you and maybe go get a cup of coffee sometime. And it's just, it's, it's been wonderful to find people that support me and also just kind of understand what I'm going through. Because yeah. it can get lonely when you're in your house for hours and days, sometimes, sometimes days where I leave, don't leave my house. So it's really nice to know every Thursday morning, I'm going to my local networking group and I get to see adults and have some coffee and my kid is hanging out with grandma. So yeah. it's just really nice. Yeah. I, I agree with everything you said and don't underestimate the power of networking. Like sometimes it might feel like you know, I'm just putting myself out there and nothing's happening, but those connections and those relationships that you're growing with networking are so powerful. And at some point that time and effort you're putting in is going to pay off. Even if it means you just made a new friend or somebody who thinks of you when they meet somebody who's looking for what you do. Right. I used to hate networking. Like I would have a networking event that I would go to and for real estate. And I would cringe. I would like get to the bar as soon as I could, when I got there, like I just hated it. It was like torture for me, like nails on a chalkboard for me. It just wasn't, it, it wasn't, I wasn't doing it right. Right. I was going there with the completely wrong mindset since I've shifted my mindset and realized that when you are networking, you're trying to find people that not necessarily just clients, but you're trying to find the people that you can surround yourself with who are going to support your business and how you can support their business as well. And finding a style of networking that works for you, maybe in person, isn't what you love. Maybe it is maybe, you know, networking on social media, isn't your favorite thing. And you'd rather go in person, or maybe you're like us and you love being on clubhouse to network because you can be scrubbing the toilet bowl with nobody knowing that you're doing that and still growing your business and your support. I think it's a matter of yes, putting yourself out there and making, you know, pushing through that uncomfort or the discomfort, but also finding 
a, a type of networking that works for you, that you feel good and you feel confident enough to really be there and give value and take back as much as you can. And then having that mindset of, you know, I'm, I'm growing from this, even if I'm not getting new clients. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've heard, you know, networking is not just about, you know, who you know, but it's also about who knows you. So you Mm. really need to go out there and you just need to tell people what you're doing. And then, you know, they'll hear somebody at Christmas or Mother's Day, whatever. They'll hear, oh, I need somebody who does Pinterest. And it's like, oh, I know Brittany does Pinterest or Brittany's a virtual assistant. She can help you. So it's honestly just like having extra marketing that, you know, I have my, my dues that I pay at the beginning of the year. And then I have a group of, you know, 10, 12 people that are out there who know what I'm doing and can spread the word. So it's, it's honestly fantastic. Networking is just so important when you're starting a business like this. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit here because when you hear someone talk about Pinterest, I feel like people's ears just perk up because (laughs) if at least from my experience, like nobody really knows how to use Pinterest, right? Like that is the general consensus that I've felt. And I feel like Pinterest is maybe like the most underused tool that we can have as business owners. And I I think a lot of people are intimidated by it. And until I met you, I didn't know a single person who really felt confident in using Pinterest for business. So I think that's part of what makes what you do so special. So tell us a little bit about your life as a Pinterest VA and what that kind of looks like. Yeah. So I honestly, most of my days are spent on my, you know, my spreadsheets and then on Canva making pins. So I'm basically, I constantly have Pinterest up and my Google docs and, and, um, all those different things up. So I am, you know, usually what I, what I try to do, I focus best, everybody, you know, learns, you know, works differently, but I tend to focus best. If I have like a Canva day where I am making like my pins, I'm making my clients pins, I'm making my Instagram posts, stuff like that. I try and just focus on like a single task for the day. Cause I've got a kid and he's running, he's crawling around everywhere. So if I know like, okay, I don't need to have a million tabs open on my computer today. I really just need to have like these five or six today mm-hmm. and keep an eye on my email today. Like it's uh, so I'll usually have a day each week where I'm in Canva. And then the next day I'm uploading into spreadsheets, you know, scheduling on tailwind, maybe manually pinning some stuff. Um, and then I do idea pins. So I'll take, you know, my reels and my clients, TikToks and reels and stuff. And I will, you know, remove the watermarks and turn what I can into idea pins and just pin to their account. And it's been fantastic. So I think Pinterest is just so wonderful, especially for people who are selling products. Selling products is just fantastic with, uh, with Pinterest right now. I want to say, like 80%, 80 to 90% of people who are on Pinterest have made at least one purchase on, on Pinterest. So if you have products, you need to be on Pinterest. That's like four, I believe the, what I have seen lately is it's four times, people are four times more likely to buy on Pinterest than like Instagram or Facebook. So it's just, it's, really great people go there to be in like inspired and discover things. So I just find that 
I really like it because it tends to be a more positive platform. A lot of times these other platforms can run a little negative. Mm-hmm. Pinterest is very, very strict on like, you can only pin stuff that's like non, not controversial. There's no, you know, bashing other people, stuff like that. So it's just an inherently positive platform. And I really like that. <laughs> I, I, I like positivity. So yeah. I think it's just really fun. I get to use both area, like both sides of my brain. I get to use my, you know, analytical part and, you know, have strategy. And then I also get to be creative with the pin designs and how I'm, you know, using descriptions and titles and keywords and stuff like that. So I just think it's really fun. And it's, it's definitely the, the, the service that I prefer to be offering to my clients. But like I said earlier, I also offer um, all kinds of different services. So it's been really fun to just be open to different things too. Mm-hmm. You know, I help, I'm helping a client with his first email funnel and I'm doing um, some Instagram, like I'm doing social media management for a, another account, you know, somebody else's account. So I really like to just try new things, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm really loving Pinterest. So that's where I like to put most of my focus. Yeah. Yeah. How did you, how did you learn about Pinterest? Like, was it just trial and error or did somebody teach you? So, um, I did, I did do a course. Uh, I, I bought the Pinterest, Pinterest VA course from Kristen Larson. She has like a really in-depth, um, course for Pinterest VAs and Pinterest managers, and honestly, just people who want to, you do Pinterest themselves. Mm-hmm. So I learned there. And then I mentioned to the virtual savvy has their savvy vault. So that's, um, something else that I did. And then honestly, YouTube and reading blog posts, I, I swear my son is going to be a Pinterest expert and like his first, <laughs> he's getting close with Dada for his first words, which, you know, breaks my heart, yeah, but, no, um, <laughs> but otherwise I feel like his second word is going to be Pinterest because nice. we, we watch a lot of videos and we talk about it all the time. So it's, it's just been really fun. And I love, I feel like with every client, I learned something new and, you know, I, I, I'm really enjoying link people's people's content. I love promoting other people. So I feel like, I feel like Pinterest being a Pinterest VA just suits me really well. Cause that's exactly what you're doing is you're promoting your stuff and then it links to whatever you're linking it to. So yeah. it's just been really fun and it's been awesome. Amazing. Can you give us like one Pinterest secret if you're trying to get started on Pinterest? Yeah. So something that a lot of people don't know, and I've discovered a lot of Pinterest VAs and managers don't know is, um, you can actually still link your account to Instagram. Hmm. So I just did an idea pin about this, but I can, I can tell you guys about it too. So it's, you have to use your, your phone, not your desktop. I think that's what's throwing off a lot of people, especially Pinterest VAs. We, we tend to be the ones that are on Pinterest on our, on our desktop. Mm-hmm. We're not usually on the phones, except if we're uploading something. Um, so yeah, basically you can go to your account and then go to your settings and in the claimed accounts, you can toggle your Instagram on and then link to your Instagram. So cool. a lot of people have been panicking being like, oh no, I can't link to my Instagram account and all that, but you actually still can. You just got to use the phone. Cool. Okay. That's a good secret. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. Pinterest has been, 
um, on my list for a while. And so I'm so happy to know you, someone who knows how to use Pinterest. Cause like I said, everybody, I feel like you hear Pinterest and they're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm intimidated by that. I don't know how to use that. So I think it's yeah. awesome that that's kind of like where you're heading with your work for sure. Well, thank you. Yeah. I would, I, I think like you said, it can be really intimidating if you, if you don't know how to use Pinterest, it's, it's an algorithm and just like all the other social media platforms, they're constantly changing. So that's why, uh, you know, Pinterest virtual assistants and Pinterest managers, that's why we're out there because it does get overwhelming. And sometimes, you know, we want to be able to create content, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you don't need to hire an actual virtual assistant, but you don't know how to do this one thing. There are people creating idea pins and blog posts and YouTube videos about it. So you can find that content. So yeah, it's, it's been really fun. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything that you just did today. I'm so proud of you and your business taking off so quickly and all the things that you're doing. And thank you for sharing the journey on kind of how you got here and inspiring other women to take that leap and jump into it and get on Pinterest as well. <laughs> but I can't let you go before we do our hot mess moment. So this is my favorite part of the show. This is your invitation to tell us about a time that you have been a total hot mess. Oh my goodness. So I sent you a picture about it too, but uh, this would be pretty early on when I was starting my business. I remember I was working on my laptop and, um, you know, I was watching a video. I won't forget it. I was watching a video about Pinterest and, um, I had just gotten done feeding my son. He was, I don't know, three, four months old. And he really didn't spit up all that much when he was little. I was very lucky in that way, but, um, I was just feeding him and all of a sudden he decided to, spit up all over me and it did not get onto my computer. Thank goodness. But <laughs> I sent you a picture about that moment. Cause it was just one of those things where I'm like, yep, yep. Yep. If I was in, you know, my regular job, this would definitely not be happening, but yeah, <laughs> at least he had good aim and didn't get it on your computer. Cause I yep, no, <laughs> no, a lot, a shirt is a lot easier to clean up than a laptop. So yeah, <laughs> I was actually very thankful that he, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be one of those stories you tell him when he's older too. Oh. Like, you know what you did when you were only a few months old? <laughs> oh my goodness. So it was cute. so funny. He's, he's a good baby. He's, he's, he is really good with independent play. So even if there is something where he's awake and I need to get like something done real quick, like he, he is solid. He, he, he doesn't need me anymore. <laughs> oh, I mean, as much as we love that, we also hate that. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> it is. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. That's hilarious. And I feel like very relatable. <laughs> All right. So before I let you go, please tell everybody where they can find you, how they can connect with you and support you. Yeah. So you can find me at Raggy Virtual Services pretty much on every platform. I'm on uh, Facebook, I'm on Instagram and of course, Pinterest. So at Raggy Virtual Services. And then, yeah, I would like to offer you got your listeners um, a free Pinterest pin organizer. It's basically the spreadsheet that I use to keep myself organized because it can get very overwhelming when you're trying to pin and schedule, you know, several weeks out. So or, and it's just nice to have on hand too, if you're manually pinning. So for access, you can go to my website, www.radkeyvirtualservices.com, enter your email into the pop-up that shows up and it'll be in your inbox shortly. 
Awesome. Thank you so much. So make sure you go check out Brittany, take advantage of that awesome promotion that she's offering, get yourself organized, get yourself ready to get up on Pinterest and give her a follow. She does the cutest Fridays with Franklin on her Instagram where you get to see her and her son and she just has so much value. So make sure you go check her out. And until next time you've got this mama's stay bossy. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.